0: hey kevin draves here with the howl for diamond box bluetooth speakers i gotta tell you i play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time and sometimes i go late at night i bring my diamond box and now they're introducing three new systems the new l2 xl2 and m2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience, loud enough for any environment, and I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Reunited with his former coach Tom Thibodeau in Minnesota 7 gotta get it in. It the the Happy 2019 from the den it may be a new year, but you are still listening to the best in the world, The Howl. We would like to welcome you if this is your first time or if you're a regular listener to the Nothing But Net channel here on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other featuring all teams and all topics from everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is brought to you by our wonderful supporting partners, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1973. Welcome back to The Howl here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are joined tonight by a very special guest. He's got seven years experience in the NBA, working with the Wizards, the Hawks, and the Raptors. Uh, as a video coordinator, advanced scout and doing some media work as well, uh, doing breakdowns of some of the most recent draft picks, uh, which we will release uh, the, the link to those YouTube videos on the, uh, the Howell page here. Uh, you can find them at Scout with Brian on Twitter. We are joined tonight by Brian Oringer. Brian, again, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, you were you were just out in Vegas on a uh, a little family vacation, so you didn't get the uh, the the full summer league experience. But uh, one of the guys that uh, we wanted to talk about tonight uh, uh, isn't even going to play in the NBA Summer League, and that's Jarrett Culver. Uh, now, were you surprised that the Wolves took Jarrett Culver based off of kind of what they what they need here? Uh,
3: not really. I mean, I I think uh, they're kind of at a stage where. They needed just best player available, and I, I think, you know, uh, I ultimately had him, I think, kind of second on my big board. I, I think uh, a lot of people are, are sleeping on his potential to to be one of the best players in the draft, and uh, yeah, you know, I think they traded up for a guy they clearly believe in, and I, I think has the potential to be a, a big-time player at the next level.
0: Yeah, and that was that was one of the things that a lot of uh Wolves fans and and you know us specifically were were kinda happy to see is the Wolves getting aggressive and trading up and um you know we just kind of thought it was gonna be you know maybe Jeff Teague on the move instead of Dario Sharic, but uh we got a guy that is, is very exciting and in your, your uh analysis video of Jarrett Culver, you use some pretty big names um, you know, to, to you know as as comps to part of his game. You know, you hear Uh, DeMar, you're here, Giannis, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Who do you see most in in Jarrett Culver's game, and what excites you about Jarrett Culver?
3: Yeah, I I see a lot of a guy like Paul George, honestly, in his game. And, you know, I know that's a a lofty comparison, obviously, right now. But, uh, you know, Paul George was, I think, what was the 10th pick? So not not many people, when he was drafted, thought he would uh, reach the level that he has. You know, I I think uh, Culver just kind of has that, you know six eight six nine ish frame a uh, pretty good wingspan i think he just kind of really looks the part I, I think he um you know i think his shot's going to translate well to the nba and most importantly i think he'll really be able to score at all three levels i think he'll be able to he can score at the rim already uh he's got pretty good mid-range game he's got kind of back to the basket post-up type game a little bit um and you know like i said i think he'll be able to shoot the three. So. Uh, All that scoring ability, in addition to to being a good passer, having a good feel for the game, uh, being a good long defender, um, you know, doing the little things. I I think he just has the ability and the impact uh, to be a really, really solid player at that kind of three spot. Um, And, you know, like I said, the guys like uh, like Paul George, like Jimmy Butler, uh, guys like that really come to mind watching him play.
0: And that's that's a great a great comparison and if he can uh turn into one of those guys I think Wolves fans will be will be super happy with it. Uh one thing you you talked about in your video is his ability to be ambidextrous especially on the defensive side of things with his shot blocking ability. How how important is it to be ambidextrous and be able to not only block with your dominant hand but your off hand as well?
3: Yeah, I think it's a pretty uh nuanced, you know, underrated thing. Um, you know, I'm not expecting him not expecting him to come into the league and be uh you know an elite shot blocker or anything like that but i just think you know you watch him play uh at that three spot and we, we tend to drool over the the three and d wings and you know the guys that can that can really really do it well uh like like Kawhi, for example um you know are the guys that uh get the max fields and get mvp type consideration so you know i i think uh he really does Uh, what he needs to do to to impact shots at the rim, to to guard his position really well. And I I think just watching that, the biggest thing that stood out was he just has a really good, you know, even just feel for the game on the defensive end and and not necessarily even just being ambidextrous, but just knowing, you know, when to stick out his left hand, when to stick out his right hand, It's just a little thing that you can't, you know, really teach fully that he just seems to have a a really good feel for. And I, I think was a big part in, and him making such a leap, you know, from his freshman sophomore year and him, you know, carrying Texas Tech kind of on his back and uh, and leading them to championship game, I, I think really speaks volumes about uh, just his contribution overall to, to winning. Uh,
0: one, one thing that I've been kind of following you uh, on Twitter here, at least the last few hours, is talking about three-point shooting between college and the pros uh, you know, Wolves fans are aware that Jarrett Culver wasn't necessarily the best three-point shooter in college, uh, but in your in your scouting video on him, you say that he should have some some decent success a la Kawhi Leonard kind of thing uh, when he hits the pros. What's the, I guess, what's the separating thing? Why, why could a player not necessarily be the best three-point shooter in college, but find that success in the pros when that line is, you know, three feet further back? Yeah,
3: you know, I, I think, uh, I think there's always kind of context is everything, Um, you know, the the kind of threes that they're going to be asking Culver to take, you know, they're not going to be asking him to take a a lot of, a lot of threes off the dribble, a lot of threes handling in the pick and roll. Um, You know, some of the shots that he had to, had to take in college were were those kind of shots where his team kind of just needed him to create a shot at the end of a shot clock. And uh, as a result, you know, his percentage kind of dropped to those, those low thirties, but, you know, I think just watching him on just pure spot-up opportunities, shots in the corners, um, you know, shots from the slot, I-, I think he just has a really good stroke. It- it's uh, it's the same thing every time. It's straight up, straight down. It's a good follow-through. Uh, you know, and to me, I, I really tend to-, to trust, you know, the fundamentals and, and guys that – that can do that more. You know, I remember in DC, for example, we had Bradley Beal, who even didn't shoot a, a great percentage uh, in college, but w- was being likened to, to Ray Allen, and he's he's proven, you know, in the NBA to be uh, an elite shooter. So, yeah, I'm not sure that Culver's going to be uh, an elite shooter. Certainly not from day one, but I, I would definitely think that his form is going to translate well. And uh, I don't put a whole lot of stock into into that percentage being low in a in a sample size of. 25, 30 games or whatever I think there's a, a lot of noise in that and I, I think his shot should end up translating pretty well
0: uh, once again we're joined by Brian Oringer. he does video analysis and breakdowns uh he's got seven years of experience now you you worked with the wizards uh and and i've been I've been trying to find some some more info on that time period uh what what kind of time frame did you work with the wizards did you ever get to work with Ryan Saunders
3: uh yeah I did I was there from uh Actually, 2011 to 2017. So my first year as an intern was when uh, when Flip uh, was let go. But, yeah, Ryan was an assistant then and uh, stayed on with Randy Whitman, you know, for a couple of years. So, yeah, I was around uh, Ryan for a few years there.
0: So give us the, the kind of the, the, the behind the scenes. How much of a, you know, in-depth guy is Ryan Saunders? I mean, we've, we've seen him in that assistant role um, and now you know you got the uh, the interim tag removed he 's officially the head coach of our our beloved Minnesota timberwolves here what uh What does Ryan bring to the table from from that analytics side of things that wolves fans can get excited about
3: uh ryan 's great you know i think he 's uh first and foremost i mean he 's an unbelievably hard worker um, you know he's he 's super o c d he 's the type of guy thats', that's going to be in the office at five fifteen every morning and get a full workout in and then by you know before six o'clock even be be ready to go and ready to watch a ton of film look at all the numbers and uh dive deep into everything so yeah i think he's you know one of the the bright young minds uh in the nba today and obviously you know being the son of a coach he's been around uh, the game for a long long time and you know he really uh backs it up as well he's really a humble guy he's willing to take input from anybody he's willing to to really put the time in to put the uh, you know, the sweat work in uh, do all the little things. And I I think, yeah, I think it's going to translate really well, um, you know, to the kind of analytical young coaching model uh, that's pretty prevalent today.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, Wolves fans have kind of been able to see him grow up in Minnesota here with obviously with flip as our head coach back in the day and, and Ryan, the, the, the young buck and now growing up into that role Um, kind of circling back to the draft real quick. Uh, you know, other than you know some of those those top NBA picks, who do you think had the the biggest steal when it comes to draft night?
3: Um, you know, I, I like even the guy that uh, I don't know if maybe you had uh, some eyes on him uh, in trading up to six. Uh, I don't know what's been reported there, but I, I do like Darius Garland a lot uh, for Cleveland. You know, I think he kind of uh, has a little bit of Damian Lillard to his game in terms of that uh, deep shooting range and ability to to really score off the dribble and uh, light it up quickly. Um I, I like Rui a lot for the Wizards. I've said he kind of, you know, the way he plays reminds me of, of the Siakam, the, act on the mold a little bit of kind of those, those fours who can play point forward and, uh, you know, dribble, uh, be long defenders, uh, pass the ball. Well, um, I, I love Tyler hero uh, for the heat. I, I think he's a big time, big time shooter, uh, big time playmaker as well can, can handle the ball, make plays for other guys. So, yeah, those are kind of the main three that uh, that come to mind. But I think there's, you know, a lot of interesting players in the draft, and uh, a lot of guys who, you know, were available even second round that uh, can make an impact.
0: Yeah, and and I think the uh, the you know the time will tell. But you know, I was I was saying with the the Hawks move on you know on draft night, kind of securing those extra picks and and making the moves they did that they uh, they made some 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 eyes open up here with with draft night. Uh, one last thing I got for you, uh, who would you say was your, your low key draft night winner? So, you know, when we look at what the Pelicans did, obviously getting Zion, um, you know, they're making moves to the future, but they kind of, they kind of, you know, got a little lucky with that draft position. Uh, who would you say overall full, full two rounds was your draft night winner?
3: Yeah. You know, I, uh, (laughs) funny, I've admitted and said even on Twitter that. You know, I've watched so much NBA during the season that uh, during the season, at least, I don't get to watch a great deal of college. I, I took pretty deep dives into the, the top 10 or so picks so far, but aside from that, you know, I haven't really watched a lot of the guys in the, you know, 15 to 30 type range. So I, I don't feel fully qualified enough to, to really set <laughs> off a, a team for you. But, I mean, I will say I, I like, you know, for the Celtics, uh, I, I do like um, Carson Edwards a lot. I think his scoring ability is going to going to translate to the league and, and be ready to be in a rotational piece uh right away from day one who can really score at least off the bench um you know i grant williams seems like a good competitor uh you know a good high energy guy that, that plays in the league today so you know i tend to like uh, guys like that and, and teams that, that take guys who can who are ready to play and, and guys that are ready to compete especially for a coach like brad stevens but yeah i'll have to kind of circle back to that one once i've uh, watched a few of these guys a little more in depth
0: Perfect. Uh, Brian, again, thank you so much. Uh, Brian Oringer, again, our guest. You can find him on Twitter at Scout with Brian. Like I said, we're going to retweet you uh, and the links to all of your videos for the top 10 picks. Uh, Otherwise, you can find him on YouTube and subscribe to his channel at uh, Scout with Brian as well. And then he's on Instagram, Brian, the NBA scout. uh, And it's B-R-Y-A-N to find him there. So, uh, again, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon, especially uh, uh, as, this, as this season progresses and get, get uh, some more of your thoughts.
3: For sure. Thank you very much for having
0: me. Here on Dash Radio's Nothing But That channel and we are the Howell. It is time for the Howell Hardwood History, your basketball lesson for the week. And turn it over to... Aaron.
1: Yeah, thank you, Kevin. This week's Howell Hardwood history player is Orlando Woolridge, an NBA basketball player from 1981 to 1994. Many of you may recall him playing alongside of Jordan in some amazing slam dunks during his career. Born in Bernice, Louisiana, and after playing with his local schools, He was at the University of Notre Dame where he played with fellow teammate and future teammate Bill Lambeer. The duo led the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to the NCAA's Final Four in 1978. Woolridge started every game as a collegiate sophomore, junior, and senior. And he helped guide the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to the NCAA Tournament In 1980 and 81, standing at six foot nine, he was a forward slash center, and he played that from 1979 to 1980, where he made nearly 60% of his field goals, where he was named second team All-American by the Sporting News in 1981. Woolridge made a last second fallaway jumper to beat the eventual NBA Hall of Famer, Ralph Sampson. And number one, Virginia to end their 28 game winning streak that season. And throughout his college career, he averaged 10.6 points, five rebounds, all while shooting just shy of 60%. Jumping into his NBA career, Orlando Woolridge was selected number six in the 1981 draft by the Chicago Bulls, where he played for his first five seasons. Woolridge made his NBA debut November 7th, 1981. Orlando ended up being named NBA Player of the Week in the 1984 season. During that 84-85 season, Woolridge averaged an amazing 22.9 points per game and combined with rookie teammate Michael Jordan to average over 51 points per game that season. Prior to the Jordan era, Woolridge was one of Chicago Bulls marquee players, along with Hall of Famer, Artis Gilmore, and David Greenwood. His six foot nine frame, Woolridge was one of the most gifted dunkers in the NBA, and he was also one of the original alley-oop artists of his era. Woolridge competed in the 1984 and 85 NBA Slam Dunk Contest, surpassing the scores of Clyde Drexler, and Michael Cooper. Woolridge led the Bulls in scoring in 1986, and he was the last player to lead in scoring before Jordan took over. While unstoppable in the open court, his one-dimensional play did not complement Jordan's skills. He moved on to sign with the New Jersey Nets as a veteran free agent prior to the 86-87 season. He averaged 20.7 points per game, And after playing in 19 games during that 87-88 season, Woolridge was suspended by the league for a substance abuse violation. Moving on to 1988, he ended up signing as an unrestricted free agent with the Los Angeles Lakers, who were looking for a scorer off the bench. Now, fast forward to... His time with the Lakers, you can see him playing with Magic Johnson. And Magic Johnson loved playing in that open court style, unlike how he was with the Bulls in Jordan. Woolbridge averaged 11 points per game in his two season and provided the Lakers a consistent bench scorer. Again, his field goal percentage, amazing, 55.6% during that season. It was fifth best in the league. Woolridge was then traded for two second round draft picks to the Denver Nuggets, where he was playing an unusual sort of fast-paced offense under Paul Westball, who eventually was coaching the Suns. Uh, the prolific offense resulted in Woolridge averaging over 25 points per game in a career-high 6.8 rebounds. Though most of the season until December, Woolridge led the NBA in scoring. He was Unfortunately, sidelined that season with a detached retina. Ouch, painful. Um, he finished third in the league with 29 points per game. Now, after his only season in Denver, Woolwich played with the Detroit Pistons during 1991-92, and he split the 92-93 season with the Pistons and the Bucks. ultimately finishing out his NBA career in the 93-94 season with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, his NBA career ended there. He did go play overseas, and he had much success overseas. And really, his his coaching career takes off after the overseas, where he, as a retired player, returns in his coach of the WNBA team, the Los Angeles Sparks, 1988-89. Now, some interesting news. His son, Ronaldo also became a professional basketball player and Woolridge is cousins with Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame player Willis Reed. Really cool stuff. Uh, Sad to say, uh, Orlando Woolridge passed away May 31st, 2012 uh, due to a long battle with heart disease. But we should not forget the amazing career in really showmanship on display throughout his nba career so this week's howell hardwood history player is orlando woolridge now kevin let's get to some koozie
0: thank you for that aaron as always we start off the tail end of the show here on dash Radio's nothing but that channel with the howell hardwood history your weekly history lesson on some players that may have flown under your radar and now it is time for everybody's favorite game show can kevin koozie for those that don't know how to play, uh, Rob Hess, the creator of the game to my left here, has a list of players somewhere around the 30 mark, but that varies on a week-to-week basis.
1: Yeah, between 10 and like 700.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, five clues per player, each one supposedly easier than the last. Uh, if Aaron and I think we know the answer, we use our name as our buzzers. For right, we get points. If we are wrong, we are out for just the remainder of that player. There's usually themes and bonus points galore, so I'm going to turn it over to Rob for this week's edition of Can Kevin Cousy.
2: In honor of Summer League starting up, this will be the Summer League Awards edition of Can Kevin Cousy. The way it works is I will give you a year, and then we will go through the the player's clues. And then after the player has been guessed, you do have a chance to get another bonus point by guessing whether or not that player won MVP of that given season. All right. So basically you can get um He's taking it to, easy on us tonight. You can get two points total. All these players are players that like were really good the year that they were in the summer league, but not all of them were MVP award winners. Also keep in mind some years they have multiple MVP award winners. So you might hear the same year twice and two guys might win it. So it's, you can still guess yes. If another guy already won it in that season.
1: Okay. Interesting.
2: So each question is worth two points. And at the very end, there are some bonus points, uh, possible. So make sure you pay attention. Sounds good. All right. We'll start it off. 2018. Recently joined the Pelicans. A very good shooter. Kevin. Kevin. Lonzo Ball. Incorrect. He's um, not a very good shooter. Yeah,
1: when I think of him, I don't put the, those two and two together. Part but...
2: of the AD trade. Hmm. Villanova for college, a shooting guard.
1: Oh, I wonder if his initials are J.H. Oh. They are, in fact, J.H. Oh, interesting. Um, Aaron. Yep. Josh Hart. Josh Hart is correct. Bing,
2: bing, 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 bing. So 2018. Uh, so we go to Aaron, and then you'll get a chance to guess. Do we have as well. the soundboard up and running today? Uh, I believe that we do. If you'd like to use it,
1: that's a great answer. Uh, there so you
2: have it. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, so we'll, man. We'll jump in with with sounders uh, founders uh, whenever uh, Aaron feels. Uh, I'm in control of it. Yep, he'll be in charge that's of scary. this week. So what is it? So again, 2018. Josh Hart. Start with you, Aaron. Was he the MVP? Yes. No. He was, in fact, the MVP in 2018. Logical. So pretty good there. Next up, we have 2007. No longer in the NBA, a
1: shorter guard. A very good dunker. Aaron. Aaron. Nate Robinson.
0: Logical.
2: Nicely done there. We'll take that. What, uh, so 2007, was he the MVP of the Summer League? Yes. No. Yes, he was. <laughs> it's not. Unfortunately for Kevin. What, uh, let's see. So uh, what's our score update? An early, early 4 on. nothing lead. <laughs> Jumps out of the gate. Next up, 2013. Recently joined the Blazers. Sort of known as a 3-and-D player. Known for his time with the Hawks. Kevin. Kevin. Ken Bazemore.
0: Logical. Nicely done. What about I'm, MVP? I'm going to stick with my guns and just say no. Yes. yes.
2: No is correct. He was not the MVP. So
1: he gets a point for that? Yeah. 33% of the time I mean, it works Just like every you time. got a point for it when yeah. it happened for you. Oh, I thought it was only picking the right ones.
2: Next up. 2012. Has only played for one Eastern Conference team, a guard. One of the league's best shooters. He is on Merlin's team. A Florida shooting guard. Aaron. Aaron. Bradley Beal. It's nice. Nicely done. What? Let's see. So 2012, was he the MVP? No. No. No is correct. He was not the MVP. But I like. Th- I wanted to throw him in there because like you'd think like, oh yeah, Bradley Beal, of course, right? Should he be. Must have been. Yeah, no. All right. Next up, 2006. Last played in 1617 season for the Nets. He was known for his play in a specific quarter. Known for his time with the Nuggets and the Wolves. A Villanova guard. Mm. R.F. Kevin. Kevin Randy Foy.
0: That's a great
2: answer. Nicely done, That's Randy Foy. One. So, 2006 was he the MVP? I don't think he was. I gotta say no. He was the MVP. Holy I thought that crap. was common
1: knowledge. Really? Yeah, he
2: won MVP.
0: All right. Yeah, well, He definitely, what he definitely in the had heck? a really good
2: summer league. If only he had it. Wait, and to be fair, he had a pretty good mm-hmm. NBA career. It's not like it was a flash in the pan. He was a good veteran. He was steady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I mean, if you look back, you say who had the better career, like longevity wise, him or Brandon Roy? I I don't think it's that close. It's accurate. All right. Next up 2013. Two teams in his NBA career. A center just moved to the Western Conference. Fifth overall pick in 2011. Known for his time with the Raptors. An international center. Kevin.
0: Kevin. Jonas Valanchunas. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. Yep. Nicely done. Thank you. 2013. Was he the MVP? Yes. No. Yes, he was the MVP.
1: Wow. That's shocking. Kevin comes back to tie it up.
2: Really? Way, it's Valanchunas. Yeah. When I was looking it up. Uh, I, I like my pronunciation uh, a better. A few of us before <laughs> have said uh, Chuanas at the end. And, and Chuenas? Yeah. It is
0: not. That's... I like my pronunciation better. Yeah, I, clearly.
2: You do enjoy a chewing. Nom, 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 nom. All right. <laughs> Next up, twenty twelve. He is a character in a murder mystery. Recently joined his fourth team. He is now in the East. Known for his time with the Bulls. A Marquette wing. Aaron. Aaron. Jimmy Butler. Logical. Oh nicely done. 2012, was he the MVP of the Summer League? No.
0: No. No is
2: correct. Not the MVP. Although I'm sure he's still upset and thinks he deserved the award. Probably. If I had to guess.
1: You guys are funny.
2: Next up, 2012 again. Recently signed a max deal with his current team. Despite being a very good player, he is a bit of a journeyman. 19th pick in 2011 by the Bobcats.
1: Aaron. Aaron. Five. Uh, I don't got it. Well, that would be wrong then. He is a Tennessee
2: Kevin. forward. I confused Kevin. T-H. Kevin. Four. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. And you know what? I, I, how do you of all people not know this?
1: Yeah, given the jersey he's wearing. Who married. is it? Toby and Bobby.
2: Tobias Harris. Yep, Tobias Harris. Shame <clears throat> on you, Kevin. Kevin. This is for Shame you. Shame on you.
1: Your, your favorite player would be very upset with you, not only his best Carlson friend. Anderson. He would be. enhanced. So 2012,
2: by yourself, was Tobias Harris the road MVP? I'm going to go to Aaron Nailed first. From
1: our able assistant, Mary Brickner.
2: No. Yes. He was not. Was not the MVP. Let's get a scoring update here on Dash Radio's Nothing Manette channel.
0: Aaron currently leads 9-7. to seven.
2: That's the way it should be after you missed that one, Kevin. Next up, 2012, yet again. Just joined his third team, but only second franchise. Has only played in the Eastern Conference, a point guard. Known for his time with Charlotte. Aaron.
1: Aaron. Kemba Walker.
2: It's nice. Nicely done. 2012. Was Kemba Walker the MVP?
1: Yeah. He yes.
2: was. He was not.
1: Get out of here! How
2: crazy is that? Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker—none of which were the MVP. I'm really, I'm really curious to figure out <laughs> know, who right? it was. <laughs> Summer league's fun. <laughs> uh, next up, 2015. He is currently on his third team. A six-foot-six wing, known for his time with the Spurs, Houston for college, a wing. J.S. Aaron. Aaron. Jonathan Simmons.
3: Good
2: job. So twenty fifteen, was Jonathan Simmons the MVP of the summer league?
1: No. Yes. He was not. He was <laughs> not. Kevin's like, I, I need those.
2: 2015. Now on his second team, also in the Western Conference. A six foot nine forward. Known for his time with the Spurs, UCLA for college, a small forward. K. A. Kevin Kevin Kyle Anderson. Logical. Nicely done. Needed that. Two thousand fifteen was Kyle Anderson the MVP. (laughs) My God, no. Yeah, this is where you guessed. No, he was in fact the MVP. Of course he was. I was going to say yes, and you rushed
1: me, (laughs) and you rushed me. Rushed me. me. Did he yeah. not take like Congrats. two hours? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to think.
2: Yeah. That's where the SpongeBob comes from. By that far. space was the size of, I don't know what. Aaron's forehead. Oh, my goodness. I mean, come on. Now. It wasn't that large. Next up, 2014. Ah! His father was a really good player as well. He is a junior. No longer in the league. Last played with the Wizards in 2015. A Georgia Tech shooting guard. G.R. Jr. Kevin. Kevin. Glenn Rice. Wow. Wow. Glenn Rice, yeah. Wins Summer League MVP and then does nothing. So clearly it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, sorry. <laughs> <Evan>. <laughs> I just realized that.
1: <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about that dead uh, space? That was me and Kevin. The it we, took the me little, a second. It took us a second to get that mouse running that, in the that wheel. Hamster,
0: that hamster wheel yeah, was he, turning.
1: He was like... I was looking
2: at Aaron, like, what's happening? So just don't, no, no bonus there. Yep. Nope, you're good. There's lots of bonus left, though. Don't
1: negative worry. Negative one for Rob. What <laughs> is the scoring update?
0: Uh, oh, 12 9, Aaron. Huh?
1: And it's negative close. one for Rob.
0: 2012,
2: last played with Memphis in 2013. Okay. Only played with Memphis during his short NBA career of two years. 49th pick in the 2011 draft, a guard.
1: Kansas for college, a point guard. Aaron. Aaron. Wayne Selden. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? J.S.
2: I don't think you're going to get this one, Kev. I don't think it's hard, but I don't... It's not an obvious name. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh-uh. Do you know what it is, Aaron? J.S. Yep. Uh, no. The answer is Josh Selby. Yes. Oh, I remember well, that name now. No.
1: When I said Wayne Selden, those guys play together, I'm pretty sure. I believe so, yeah. I could see him in my head. I just, whatever.
2: It happens. So 2012, was Josh Selby the MVP? Yes. God, it wouldn't surprise me. Yes. He was, in fact, the MVP. Again, proving that it makes no difference if you win it. It's not a bad thing if you win it, but it doesn't guarantee you. Yeah, exactly. That's a better way to put it. All right, 2018. Six-foot, two-point guard, although his team decided he wasn't enough. Made the all-rookie team. Eighth overall pick in 2018. Alabama for college. Kevin. That was Kevin. Colin Sexton. Ding, ding, ding. What? uh, So 2018, Colin Sexton, was he the MVP? Yes. He was. He was not. What?
1: What? So we con- already
2: said the MVP of that year, but again, there can be multiple. There can be but, co-MVPs, but there were not co-MVPs in 2018. Okay, I had conviction on that one. 2017, a power forward with his second team currently, although he has rarely played. Started with the Blazers. 26th overall pick in 2017. Purdue for college. Kevin. Kevin Caleb Swanigan. It's nice. Nicely done. What are we thinking? So 2017, was Caleb Swanigan the Summer League MVP? No. No. He was not. That I, knew,
1: that I knew for certain.
2: Yep. Here we go. 2016. He recently signed with Memphis. Kevin. Kevin. Tyus Jones.
1: That's a yep. I didn't
2: know if anyone would catch on to that. Because cool. he did sign. He's yep. not part of their yep. team yet. So 2016, was Tyus Jones the MVP?
0: Yes.
1: He most definitely was. Yes, he
2: was. Yep, we should have won it. We should have won the championship too. Remember that the buzzer yep. beater against the Bulls. Yeah, that was a crazy Den- game. Was it Denzel Valentine? I Denzel- believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic Man. though. What a, like the summer league's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it is. whether you
2: don't whether you care about the outcome, it's definitely enjoyable. All right, next up, two thousand nine. Not Taylor or Eddie. Only two Western Conference teams in his career. Although now that I say that out loud, that is not true. One Western Conference team, one Eastern Conference team. A power forward. Oklahoma for college. Aaron. Aaron. Blake Griffin. Logical. Blake Griffin. What is, uh, what do you think? MVP?
1: 2009. No. Yes. He is. Here he was. MVP. See, that's, that's interesting because... As you think of the MVPs of summer league, it's it's a fine line between the higher draft picks, maybe playing one or two games, and the team's like, okay, that's enough.
2: You think about the 2009 draft class too; there were some good players.
1: And then there's like the mid-tier guys, which you can have some that show out, or like you just get a horrible team, Mm -hmm. and a guy just gets to play all the games, and you know that's when you get like a Josh Shelby. What helped Blake Griffin
2: would have been because this would have been his second year because he was out that first year. Yeah, he missed
0: the first year with an injury. So that would have
2: been what really helped him. And so he's going up against that 2009 class, which is pretty good. Yep. All right, next up, 2008. He recently played with the Wolves. The opposite of Moore.
0: Kevin. Kevin. Jared Bayless. It's nice. What do you think? 2008, was Jared Bayless the MVP? I'm going to go with no. No.
2: He was, in fact, the MVP.
1: You know what's crazy? So just if I can earn a half a point here, I was gonna go with Mo Harkless. Get it? Opposite of more. Yeah, I get it. Less. Harkless. I get it. Also,
2: also the opposite would be uh, the less points I'm gonna give Aaron from now on. (laughs) Two thousand seven, known for his time with the Sixers, with his sixth team now a guard, three times sixth man. Drafted out of high school, Aaron. Aaron. Five, four, three, two, one. Jamal and Crawford.
1: I don't
0: know. L. W. Kevin. Kevin. Lou Williams.
1: I just I couldn't come That's with. It I, couldn't, I couldn't get it. That's it was right. right
0: there. Wasn't I, meant I, it to be. I thought I had it until he said high school, and then I had to rethink so two everything. Seven. Who? Because who are you thinking of initially?
1: Well, I was thinking Jamal Crawford, but then it was, oh. he
0: was too old. And, then, and See, then I was I was going JJ Redick all the way until he said okay. high school. But yep, that throws. Uh, off. I'm going to say uh, Lou Will did win Summer MVP. No, no.
2: Hmm? no, he did not. Okay, what's the scoring update on Dash Radio? nothing in that channel?
0: It is 18 to 17 in favor
2: of Kevin. Ooh, Ooh, Kevin yeah. is in the lead here on the Howell playing. Can Kevin Kuzi? So far, he can. That's
3: so far, change.
2: he can. 2012. Judy Dench. Kevin. Kevin. Damian Lillard. Wow. I, I, I've used that clue I, before. I get that every single time. I'm not, I, I don't care. That's, I like it. That's Dame Judy fair. Dench.
1: That's not fair. Why
2: is it not fair? Do you I not don't know who know Dame, know.
0: Dame, Dame Judy Dench is? No. She's a famous actress. Good old DJD Come on. Yeah, everyone knows her. Come on. Shoot. I'm going to go no for Dame. No.
2: He did. Of course he did. Yep. That's 2012, Dame. he won the MVP award. Of course.
0: Award.
1: <laughs>
2: All right, here we go. 2007. This, should, this is, might be the easiest one. The Rhino. Aaron. Aaron. Five, four, three. Craig Smith. Yeah, Craig Smith. <laughs> I will say one of my all-time favorite Wolves. Just something about that guy. I yep. was a huge fan. I don't know what. He just kind of disappeared then. I think he went to the Clippers or something after us. Just and undersized. And he just like, never saw him again. Yeah. That sounds about right. But he was good for us for that for a time.
1: Craig Smith did
2: not. He did. He did not. Oh, he did. All not. tied up. 19. All right. 2010. He just signed a one year deal with the Lakers. A center. Kevin. Kevin. Demarcus Cousins?
0: Logical. Nicely
2: done. All right. Demarcus Cousins. 2010. Was he the MVP?
0: <sighs> yes.
2: Pe- no. He was not. He's not the MVP. <laughs> I
1: was like, there's no way. I don't even think he played much. Or, no, he did. All. He was
2: one of the top players. Oh, he was. So everyone on this list was either an MVP or were like first team oh, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So they were all like really talented I mean, players in the, in the league.
1: All. Okay.
2: All right. 2017. Chino Hills. The fact that that didn't give him away is shocking to me. Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Lonzo Ball. Yep. It's nice. Lonzo Ball. 2017, was Lonzo Ball the MVP? Yes. Yes, he was. He was, in fact, the
1: MVP. That I didn't know. I knew that one, Kevin. Aren't you proud? Boom, boom, I'm so
2: boom, proud. Boom, boom, boom. 2010, point guard, only one Eastern Conference team in his career. Currently, make, currently missing lots of time with an injury. First overall pick in 2010.
1: Aaron. Aaron. John Wall.
2: Is not. Nicely done. John Wall is correct. Was he the MVP? 2010. Yes. No. He was, in fact, the MVP.
1: Boom! Let's go! Pew,
2: pew, pew! (laughs) Let's get a scoring update. 24-21, Aaron. You're running out of time, Kev, but there are a bunch of bonuses, too. It's a good back and forth. I like this. 2006. Last played with Miami in 2016. Known for his time with the Suns. Ninth overall pick in 2002. Power forward center, drafted out of high school. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Anthony
1: Randolph. This podcast is brought to you by the S- at Cross Anderson. Enhanced by Libsyn. Five. With tech support four, from Road, micro three, roads, And help two, our able assistant. One. And
2: tell them who it is, Aaron. Really? Really? You guys don't know it. A.S. Alexi Shved. Known for his time with the Suns. He's a power forward center. Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire. No points, obviously. The surprising thing was, so he was drafted in 2002, and he had good seasons. So how was he in the summer league in
1: 2006?
2: That was weird to me. baffles me. And it was good seasons. He had played, like, major minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. It was weird. Was
1: he coming back from injury, maybe? Maybe. That's the only thing I can think
2: of. Yeah. So 2006, was Amari Stoudemire the MVP?
0: Amari uh, Stoudemire no, was.
2: Stoudemire was. <laughs> yes. Yes. He was not. Oh. No excuse for that, by the way. You've been in the league four years, and you can't win MVP. Right?
1: Oh, my. All right. The other guy wanted Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> yeah,
2: Amari Mar-
0: Stoudemire won. Amari Stoudemire did not.
2: I had a friend in college whose last name was Stoudemire. That's why it made me think of that. Uh, 2005 needs to, play, needs to pay better attention at
0: the end of the game. Kevin. Kevin. J.R. Smith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dang it.
0: That's it. Aaron and I thought of that at the exact moment. We locked moment. eyes. <laughs> and somehow
1: his eyes said, I gotcha. <laughs> and I was like, no. And, so, it it so just nothing ever happened. What?
2: Was J.R. Smith in 2005 the MVP? Of course he was. No. He was
0: not.
1: Dang it.
2: Kevin's not good at the guess part. I am not. It's a (laughs)
0: 50-50 chance, and I am failing.
2: For you, it's got to be like 90-10. You're not going to get it. More (laughs) than likely, yeah. All right. 2016. 17 total three-point attempts so far in his career. Interestingly enough, he is
0: considered a point guard. The first overall pick. Kevin, Ben Simmons.
2: Ben Simmons is correct. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so Ben Simmons is correct. 2016, was he the MVP? No. No. He was not. He was not. 24 26, Aaron. All right, three left, and then we have the bonuses. 2014, small forward, only played in the East. Third overall pick in 2013. Recently joined the Bulls. Kevin? Kevin. Five. Otto Porter. That is correct.
1: Nice answer.
2: Was he the 2014 MVP? Yes. No. He was not.
1: God! <laughs> You're so bad at this. So bad. <laughs> it's like what's keeping me in the game. The only thing. I'm neutralizing all of his answers.
2: 2007. Okay. A multi positional, although he spends lots of time on his stomach. And if someone gets it after that, you get an extra point. I'll read it one more time. Multi- there's, more, there's more clues, but I just think this one's fun. A multi-positional player, although he spends lots of time on his stomach. All right, we move on. Recently joined the East for the first time. The Nets. Aaron. Aaron. Kevin Durant.
0: <laughs> Same thing happened.
2: <laughs> That's right, Kevin Durant cuz he uh, is a snake. The same thing happened. Oh, that was weird. 2007 was Kevin Durant the MVP of the Summer League. Yes. Yes. So here's my problem with you Kevin. You're losing. You have to get points. Just go with the other answer. But you didn't and he wasn't. And so you get none. God! <laughs> 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 What's the score? What's <laughs> Kevin the score? just threw a chair. Oh my
1: 28, god! Twenty-eight, twenty-five. Yeah,
2: Kevin, Bobby Knight over here. Twenty-eight, twenty-five. Well, I don't know how you plan on winning if you're not going to guess opposite answers. But bonus points. That's true. All right. Two thousand ten. <clears throat> part of the Kawhi trade. A shooting guard. Known for his time with the Raptors. USC for college. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Four. Three, two. DeMar DeRozan. That is correct. DeMar DeRozan. Was he the MVP in 2010? No. Yes. He was not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. (laughs) How many in a row have I gotten right off of this? I mean, it's unbelievable. We're going to have to play this tape. So here we go.
2: Bonus points. And they're all worth two. How many teams have had more than one MVP? Aaron, you go first.
1: How many teams? Can we get a hint of how many years it's been around? You cannot. Okay. If it helps,
2: I named every one of them. Oh, so okay. like that list had every single okay. MVP.
1: All right, there you go. Four.
2: Six. Four is correct.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, can that's... you name the four teams? Yes, I can. The Chicago Bulls, the
3: uh, what? Atlanta Hawks,
1: the Phoenix Suns, and oh, what's the last one? Charlotte Hornets.
2: So before he goes, I want to I want to tell him how many you've got correct. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. He got none right. So, four teams. Think about the names of the players that we just went over. And each one is two points. So, each team you get is two points.
0: Portland. LA. There's more than one team in LA. Uh, Lakers. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go... Shoot. I'm going to go Thunder and Cavs. You got two of them. So, uh... It's, uh, it's Portland. Enough. It's the Lakers. But then
2: the Wolves, because Randy Foy and Tyus Jones, and the Wizards. Okay. There's one more bonus. So, what's the score right now? I'm down three currently. So, you can't win, unfortunately, because this is worth two, unless Aaron wanted to give you a break. But I'm not Absolutely asking to. Absolutely not. I I'm not asking him to. This game. I do this I, for I'm not asking you him to.
1: You didn't I clearly, dominate. I you got lucky. No. I clearly won the game. You got lucky. I'm not going to hand over a victory. if it's. Some- How about a tie? Three-pointer.
2: How about this? Make it worth three points, but, if, but Aaron goes first, and if Aaron gets it right, you don't get to guess. I'm fine with that. <sighs> and no, it's only up to If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. I'm not pushing you to do it. Clearly you are. I literally just said like five times I'm not.
1: I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Okay.
2: What team had back-to-back MVPs? Come on.
1: This is actually,
2: I I think this is fairly easy.
1: What's the guess? Portland Trailblazers. Incorrect. This would be unbelievable. (laughs) Don't you dare
2: (laughs) I can't give them the answer. It's down to to
1: two teams in my mind.
2: And And there's 29 teams. Count them down. I, mean, I didn't count you down, so why would I be counting him well, down? You're just giving him twice. I, as I long. have
0: to. I have to take a guess here between the four I, teams that have won multiple. That Aaron guessed one that was not. The Wolves obviously didn't.
2: Uh, no, he guessed one that
0: was. Yeah, but the, but he did, he got it wrong. That's what Correct. I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying yeah. So for me, it's down to the Lakers and the Wizards, and based off of newness. Gosh, I mm, I don't like this.
2: <laughs> just make a guess. Lakers. That's correct.
1: Woo! Lonzo
2: Ball and Josh Hart, 2017 and twenty
1: eighteen. Pew 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 pew. This is how he treats me in the face of graciousness. Unbelievable! Get out of here! No, you you don't just. get we gotta think about. We gotta think of. get out of here. We gotta think of a handshake. I'm not handshaking right now. You can't just hip thrust me and then. <laughs> I, I wasn't hip thrusting hand. you. I
0: was hip thrusting the moment. You were
1: hip thrusting and doing shooters.
0: The moment, not you specifically. You're
1: unbelievable, both you two. I t- literally
0: said you didn't have to do There's it. There's an asterisk. Yeah, you could going. have said no.
1: I, I did say no. I said no multiple times. Did you though? I did. So All here's right. what
2: we're gonna do. Oh. I, I have a way to. I have a way to. I, I don't think that you're gonna get it, but it makes it for fun. I love for how Rob's uh, like.
1: Now so we, we already, already named four of them. Aaron's guest one. Kevin. So, like, literally you gave Kevin a coin flip. So these
0: are nice going to be job. very difficult. Well, it was, I had three choices he left. He
1: walked you through the oh, – we knew the Wolves didn't have one. I'm going to
2: see if any of these are actually people that anyone would know before I actually uh,
1: ask these questions. So far, I don't know a single one of these players. Do the? You should ask who's scored the most points in a single game. That's an easy one to guess.
0: I'm guessing you know the answer. No, I'm just saying because like, be, you wouldn't be bringing it up otherwise. Well,
1: I'm just saying like that's like a like okay, who had the most wins or who who scored the most points? I don't know.
0: Here's what we're gonna do: winning percentage of summer league teams.
1: Ugh, nope. I cannot believe this. Here's the deal: I I'm just,
0: final, just taking the tie and calling it good. If you are,
1: I dominated
0: you the whole the, game.
1: I'm not taking a tie. Who was the 2016
2: Mister Irrelevant? He was drafted by the Utah Jazz. And sometime in the last three years, the Timberwolves picked him up.
1: This is ridiculous.
2: (laughs) Do you have any guesses? I have none. I have no idea. I'll give you guys one more hint. He's a point guard. Again, nothing. Nothing? Kevin, and do you have a
0: guess? No.
2: The answer is Tyrone Wallace, who we just signed earlier today. Or picked up, I guess. But same difference. He was Mr.
1: Irrelevant? Yeah. Wow, interesting. I was
2: not aware of that. They haven't listed as the number one Mr. Irrelevant, too. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Here's one. Next one. Who was the Mr. Irrelevant in the 2018 draft? And it is a big name. Not necessarily a great player, but it is a big name. In fact, it's literally a very large name. Oh. Come on.
1: Oh, my gosh. How do you not
2: know this? You both should know this. Oh, my
1: gosh. He is a power forward. Yep. Hold on. Uh... I don't know. I'm drawing a blank on its I'm first name. I'm gonna give you a hint, but it's gonna give it away. I'm drawing a blank on its first name, though. Uh, can I give you a hint? No, I just want to end it. I just want to end <laughs> this show. If you, right if, now. if you have the last name correct, I yeah. will give you the point.
2: Okay, I will give it to you, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron.
1: Antenacumpo. That is correct. It's, it's Thanassus. No, no, what? it's not Oh, It's Costas. How dare you, Costas. sir? Yeah, there it is. It's Costas Antenacumpo. I forgot it.
2: That's fair. He ends up winning. That's fair.
1: No, I, I'm not gonna win that way. That was the, those. Dirtballish way to win a game ever.
2: So you don't want to win that way?
1: I'll take a tie versus winning that way.
2: No, there's gotta be there's gotta be a winner. God. Shook my hand. Pew pew
1: pew. All right, so we're going. Just, all right, so we're going tie. We're going
0: tie. This what is? this? Yeah. T-ball? I'm, his, I'm good with it. I shake his right.
1: hand and then he instantly does hip thrust shooters again. <laughs> pew.
0: All right, that's gonna wrap it up for this week's edition of the Howl. Uh, we got a new time on Wednesdays on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Rob, what time are we at on Wednesdays now? We start at 10 a.m. So it's the same central time. So it's the same time that we air on Saturdays. Perfect. So 10 to 1, Wednesdays yep. and Saturdays. You can find us on Twitter at The Howl Radio. Rob is at The Sportsman with two N's. Uh, Aaron at Aaron Groshong. And I am at KDraves42. Interact with us. Uh, find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, wherever you find great podcasts. Uh, whenever our show uh, airs off of Dash Radio. If you miss it there, you can find it on those wonderful sites. Until next week, let me get a howl. Introducing the RODECaster Pro Podcast Production Studio.
2: The RODECaster Pro is a true world-first all-in-one console solution for podcasters of all levels. Featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Rodecaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December, visit www.rode.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.